Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The reason why we're never going to have flying cars is because of September 11th. That's right where you should start the episode. Thanks, 9 11. <laughs> I'm telling you, you, like, that's why. Like, yeah, that, that is, that is where we should start the episode. Hey, welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty, Pretty Scary Boo! Boo. Happy 9-11. No, wrong. Whoa. It's not 9-11. No. It's not <laughs> it's even not close. It's not 9-11. It's every day's kind of 9-11 to me. In America, it is. Yeah. These days, it is. Yep. Oh, political commentary these on a Saturday days. morning. You know, in college, I had a theory that every girl in a, with a liberal arts degree had a Nico impression. Yeah, I would think so. I've been out walking. <laughs> I don't do too much talking these days. Mine's really good. That is pretty good, yeah. So I think I only thought of that so I could just do Ma- my Nico impression. Yeah, yeah. Carrie, how are you? I'm doing okay. Thank you for asking. You, you're, you're drinking some wine? I am. Yeah. It's. Uh, I said that kind of shamefully, like we're not all drinking at yeah, o- I mean, 11 a.m. It's fine. I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. great. I'm yeah. not pregnant anymore, so drink. I am, yeah. but yeah, I'm still pregnant. Well, yeah, at nine this drinking. morning, I was like, I'm not going to drink, and then at ten, as I was throwing the clothes that the sweatpants that I had on last night back on, I was like, well, maybe it wouldn't be such a bad idea to drink. There you go. And then I yeah. grabbed two bottles of wine, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah, me and Carrie had a late night recording an Unpops episode last night. It really night. wasn't that late. Like it wasn't that around late. Ten. I love Brett, that. By the way, turned into a pumpkin right at ten p.m. Yeah. Yeah. I do now. I definitely do now. 10 p.m. I, I start speaking in like all vowels. I don't know what's going on after 10 o'clock. Yeah. Brett just like shut down, disappeared into a poof of air yeah. at 10 p.m. and was gone. Brett and I should do like a we should record after 10 and see what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. That would <laughs> well, be good. I mean, Adam and I were, I don't know, riffing about canned air or whatever it was. And all of a sudden I look over and he's like staring, but like not making like. Like, there was a disconnect there. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he's like, so we're wrapping it up, right? And I was like, oh, uh, I guess so. You, it was very abrupt. You do that to me sometimes. Yeah, oh, was, the glazed you'll, over. You'll just be like, so that was uh, what we watched. Anyway, uh, thank you. Here's, here's a fan mail. And I'm like, oh, okay. Seamless transition now. Yeah. Right? It usually yeah. is. It usually is. It usually goes really podcasting well. Podcasting gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, happy Valentine's Day. Happy That's the Valentine's day. day. That's the day this is going up. It's a day for lovers. All right, question. Um, are you guys both like, boo, Valentine's Day? Are you neutral or are you super pro? How do we all stand on Valentine's Day? I'm kind of neutral on it. I don't, I never go out on Valentine's Day because that's, why would you? You're also probably not a person that waits in line for brunch, right? No, no, no. I don't like to wait in line for anything. Especially when you're hungry. I never understood that. Or like Father's Day. Like why go to a restaurant? Yeah. (laughs) Right? Well, why celebrate that asshole? Well, it's kind of like because it's like uh, like the chain ones, like Mimi's Cafe. Like there's always a line, oh, and it's it. like, yeah. can't you just eat at home? Yeah, yeah I, I think like 
I like doing stuff the day after. That's when I did all my Christmas shopping, December 26th. <laughs> and stuff is on sale. Yeah. New Year's Day Genius. is Carrie's jam. New Year's Eve, Carrie couldn't care less. New Year's Day. No, I go to look, bed early. Look so out, I can world. Wake up. Yeah. And then it's like Christmas She's for me. She's setting the world on fire. Because no one's out. Everyone's <laughs> hungover. Yeah, that's true. So I it's like, like I've got whatever bar I want pretty much to myself. That's always a dream. Carrie, you're... Which who doesn't want to celebrate... New alone. Year's Day alone. <laughs> I think everybody does on some level. Carrie, pro Valentine's Day, neutral. What do you care? Do you care? I don't care. I mean, again, I'm usually single, so it doesn't really affect me. I mean, I didn't. Again, I'm not that passionate about anything in life, sure, so I sure. don't feel. I know that about you. Yeah. Passionately, one way or the other, about Valentine's Day. But I will say this: Wait, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, I'm actually in Vegas now. Right? You're yeah. From the future. I'm in, again, yeah. she did it again. again. God. Time traveling, Carrie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't really care about Valentine's Day. I, here's the funny thing. My sister-in-law's birthday is Valentine's Day. So for the last yeah. eight years, we have been celebrating with the family on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Because uh, my fa- my husband's side of the family is big on, we celebrate on the day, which is weird for me. Do you guys go to restaurants? Yeah. No, it's I always. I really the, don't like crowds. No, no, no. It's at yeah, the house. We don't I hate do that. It's, we don't. Do, I don't like crowds either. But it's just weird. The reason why I bring this up. You, you, do you feel like it's not your holiday anymore, even if you wanted it to be? I seriously. We had our first Valentine's Day last year, and I think that's when we got pregnant. I'm not Gross. kidding. Oh, yeah, ew! So. Sex reference. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to hit Where's a button and it didn't stinger? work. It didn't work. <laughs> You just Proper gave a sad face. Well, here's my point: is that like, honestly, I don't think I had even thought about it for years. You should have named just, Jack Valentine. Everybody would hate him. I know. Everybody I think would it's hate. Funny though. Here's, Middle name Valentine. Jack. Oh, Jack, that would have been cool. Jack Valentine. That's good. Jack here's, Valentine. Cut. Next time. Sure. Next time. We could or call tonight. Him JV. JV. Yeah. Uh, what I don't like is now I'm getting Valentines from. My girlfriend's in the mail. So it's like, I just Who got through. Who does that? A, apparently, a lot of people I know. I'm getting Valentine's. That's stupid. It's exhausting. I, we just got through holiday season. I just, we just you did the card thing. You need to your nerdy yeah. card giving friends for the nerdy. card. nerdy. You know what? They're I, all just like I, super. Okay, no, you're right. They might be. No, you're right. You're right. They're nerdy. They sound like nerds. Were they, they are... liberal arts majors? Yeah, they're all. Do like... they wear chunky sweaters? Of course. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nerds. Anyway, I'm just saying like. Now I feel like there's this whole other level that's that's kicking in with Valentine's Day. So, yeah, it gets to be a bit much. But what I don't like sure. about this new layer is it just looks like I'm disorganized and don't care. You know, it used yeah. to just be like, okay, you're getting late or not. Someone's buying you flowers or not. You're single. You're having Galentine's Day. Whatever, enjoy. But Valentine's now I'm getting Day. I went to one of those. shit in the mail. Yeah, that's too I'm much. Stressed out as it is. I just had a kid. I can't send people Valentine's. I'll be honest. I don't know who's doing that. And if you're out there listening and you're doing it, stop. No, I'm going to get tweeted at for this because I know I'm not the only one getting these things. Ugh. Yeah. I know Stupid. I'm not. And they're, but the problem is, is they're really nice messages, like letters, like, Caitlin, you know, we've been friends for a long time. And I'm like, fuck, I feel like such Who a writes asshole. letters? What monster takes the time to write a letter now? Yeah, that's where it's. I'm swimming with sharks, that's guys. From I don't know. I don't know. 1963. Time traveling, Carrie. No. Yay! There. Now it works. Is that also the time traveling? Yeah. Button. Yeah. It's a yeah. multi-use button. It's, it's like a good pair of jeans. So, yeah. do we talk about how we are number 29 out of 22 on the up? Is it up rocks? I don't no, know. It it's like like it, what's pod or something what's pod. like that. Yeah, like, yeah. like they only talk about podcasts. Yeah. And I don't know if we're still going to be 29 out of 22 when this comes out, but yeah, it we're, is. We're fun. killing it. It's just, I mean, we were the only one that they said would make 
better background noise. Yeah, I did resent that a little bit. And uh, the fact that I apparently sound like Jack Black. Which is I kind of, of see, though. Is it because of all the scatting here's I what I, Here's what <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> here's what I'll do. Here, yeah, here's here's what I'll scatter. say. Yeah. We just covered Bernie for White Wine True Crime, which is also which, dropping today. That, yes. In, in the future. But we just happened to. <laughs> just, all, <laughs> Scary's head explode. <laughs> Mind blown. She seriously just like she. You just blinked with like your forehead. You were like, huh? I just slammed my forehead into the soft microphone. Uh, you do. I sound read like that him. article <laughs> with the Jack oh, okay, Black good. as we were getting ready to record today. <laughs> that movie, Bernie. That stars Jack Black. <laughs> That's telekinesis, Kyle. <laughs> Curious it's a tenacious D reference. Vietnam crawling through this this rip. <laughs> I'm just saying that we I need just a paper heard... and pen so I can write down all the dates. <laughs> I can't keep track of them all. I'm losing it. Anyway, you do kind of sound like him. That's all. Yeah, you do say. kind of. Okay, with, good. With a with a fresh memory in my mind, I was like, well, yeah, okay, I can hear it. I'm back. I'm well, we're still not crying. background I'm... noise. <laughs> as the I mean, list. I was driving and I was like, I actually could vacuum and listen to us in the background. I get it. Yeah, but what does that even mean? A good podcast to not pay attention to. You know what? That's kind of what they mean. What, here's what they mean. We're not very detailed compared to really intense true crime podcasts that are like... They did talk about our irrelevant tangents. But in a positive light, they're like, yay, irrelevant tangents. Have they listened to My Favorite Murder? Uh, I, that was number three, I believe. It's all tangents. I, I'm just saying. That wasn't mentioned. Mm. I don't even really care if they said that we all sound like we're eating poop. We made the list, so who cares? That's true. I really all press is good press. That's true. And we weren't last. We weren't last. last. We, we weren't last. last. We weren't. Damn it! Nerd. <laughs> nerd. You nerd, Caitlin. We were just doing it once. Wow. Yeah, even the second time was pushing it. The third time. Oof. Woof. Yeah. Oh, Mana, don't. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> We're talking about dating. Yeah. There's probably a lot of lonely people listening to this, and maybe they're going to pull up Tinder tonight and swipe right. Find themselves a date and maybe get brutally murdered. Maybe. Yay. Or you could just stay home, vacuum, and put this episode on in the background. In the background. Yeah. Save yourself. Yeah. The trouble. You still might get murdered. In I've seen sack. enough true crime to know. Yeah. What? Yeah, when it's when it's your time, it's your time. <laughs> yeah. So today we're yeah we're Can talking you say about that about murder though. When it's your time, it's your time. <laughs> yeah, I think about that more than almost anything. Yeah, because it's the most random. Like you don't know you're going to be murdered if you're vacu- vacuuming in your house and you get picked out by like Ramirez or something. I saw a true crime show once about this girl. She was obsessed with the idea that she was going to be killed by a serial killer at some point in her life. And she did. And she d- <gasps> she was. Well, is that and it was like, well, like that's, that's a secret. Put it yeah, yeah I mean, was, and it was it was like a total. He just jumped out from behind a bush and murdered her. And it's like, yeah, you manifested that Oof. into your life, lady. So if anybody wants to know if they're going to be murdered and what date, tweet at me uh, at time traveling <laughs> Carrie 722. Well, now you're going to have to open that whole. Yeah, now you got to change your Twitter. <laughs> and Twitter I feel handle. like that's too long. It's too long. Of it's a handle, not. Some pe- by the way, no pun intended, but these handles, have they've gotten out of hand. They're very long now. I, I, I'm being followed by like boot scooting, tooting, 
<laughs> fan number 17. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Go outside. Yeah. Boots scooting. Or don't go outside because you're going to get killed. You're going to get killed. Anyway, so. Like Ashley Nicole Pegram. Oh, what a name. That sounds like a high school name. Remember Ashley Pegram? Yeah, I heard she got murdered. Ashley Nicole. Ashley Nicole. She went Pretty on a name. she went on a first date with a man named Edward Bonilla, who she had met on the dating app Meet Me. I haven't heard of that one. I exactly. haven't either. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe he, he probably just... set it up himself <laughs> just to lure. It was his honeypot. Can you look it up so we can see what it looks like? Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie's saying this with a it's wine okay. glass in her hand. <laughs> it's okay. I'll figure it out later. Yeah, well, we'll just look it up later. It, I'm sure it just looks Carrie, like a dating don't, site. Don't, wait, don't join Meet Me. This, I this think is literally to maybe. It's, it's a good place to get murdered profile. by you Edward Bonilla. A profile for me while we're recording. Hmm. They met for a first date that they had arranged on Meet Me, and that was the last night she was seen alive. Sure. One month later, her body was found buried in a wooded area near Harleyville, South Carolina. Bonilla said Ashley had been drinking. And that he accidentally hit her with his mom's car. This story. When she got out to use the bathroom. So awful. Just from the standpoint, all the details that he tells, like none of them make sense. It's no. such a poor lie. Well, you know what it is? It's this guy who wants to blame the craziness of women on, like clearly he just hates women. So yeah. his alibi was just about bitches what, be a, cray. what a loot. Bitches be cray. Let's be honest. But it's it's absolutely that because he says. He just hates women. So he's like, I wanted to kill this woman. And so then now I'm just going to think of a whole story about what a crazy dumb bitch she was. Yeah. He said they started fighting after he accidentally hit her with his mom's car. When she got out to use the restroom. And that he had to restrain her and that she died in be- his because arms. Because she got mad that he hit her with the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As one should get if you have any because sort of self Look, at the very You know least, how you're trying to restrain someone and calm them down and you accidentally cause blunt force trauma to their head? It yeah. happens. Yeah. So this was Edward Bonilla's response when he was in court on the stand. He said, it never entered my mind to harm someone. It was an accident, an accident influenced by the way she was acting. It's like, dude, that defense is not going to work. I, I don't... Mean, has the Has the... She's a crazy bitch defense ever fucking worked. I wonder how often that gets used. You know, because a, a lot of times... I feel like a lot saying, of abusers probably use it a lot. I think it's rare, though, for a guy. I haven't heard a lot where a guy is blaming the woman. Yeah, I mean, here's this is this is what we can killing. This is what we can say. Her. Ladies, unpops listeners that happen to be women, I'm specifically only talking to you. If you're out on a date and the guy just starts talking about how crazy his ex-girlfriend was... Yep. Don't date, don't date and that never guy. Come back. Yeah, because the odds are she wasn't crazy, or he, he made her crazy. I've had guys I, he, where I literally feel like they're making me crazy. He made her crazy. Yes, yeah. I completely agree. Because I, most of the good guys I dated that had legitimately crazy ex girlfriends never spoke about them, and I only found out how crazy they were because they sent me a message and decided to talk to me. And I was like, oh, this is a crazy ex girlfriend. But a yeah. guy that just gets goes on and on about how crazy or horrible his ex was. Uh, that's a red flag. And he's probably a dude like this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. At the very least, he doesn't like women. He will hit you with his mom's car and then murder you. By accident. It was an accident because she was being crazy. If anything, just use... Sometimes like the drama, though. Oh, no, look. Some men love crazy. Yeah. But those are never the guys that talk about how crazy their girlfriend is. They just, just, like, keep getting browbeaten. Because, like, maybe, like, they're embarrassed? Or they like the crazy. That's... that's, I think that's just a... That people... Are like that, but anyway. 
Let's talk about Nicole White. Oh, man. Oh, Nicole. On June 6, 2015, she picked up Jonathan Harris from his home for a first date. Is that a little weird that she picked him up? Like, I had to read that a couple times. Um, not and, necessarily. And I, actually, I kind of get it, because if you're social media dating, at least that's one good safe power play. Didn't work out for her, but it's like, yeah. it's my car, well, so time traveling, I can leave Carrie when I want. would say, in 1952, where I just came back from, sure. the guy always drove, drove right. his T-Bird, and he would meet my pop, my papa. Sure. Yep, your <laughs> Sitting papa. on the porch. Sure. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I didn't have a car when I met Angie, so she had to drive I, everywhere. I, I think was that was that weird. Like, was it? And I'm, well, I mean, I didn't. I didn't have asking, a car. I didn't have a car by choice because I didn't need one. I was right. Like, I was just Ubering to and from the office, and it was, I always just wonder, like, so no, it didn't. Like it a, didn't feel like I know. No, it's definitely not emasculating, okay. and I wouldn't want to date a woman who was like, "Oh, you don't have a car." Yeah. It's like I can afford to get around i just i'm in la and i at the time i didn't need a car i could definitely at this point with the housing crisis see the advantage of being in la and just ubering and taking public transportation yeah yeah that's and that's what i did for a long time i'll I'll tell you what if i lived in la and that deal with parking i would i would uber here every time there's no yeah because you know like at at least at, at my apartment there's parking but normally like parking you have to pay for and everything gas it's just it's insurance maintenance yeah. yeah it's every bit like at that time like i have a car now and uh, between car and insurance i pay like 300 something a month and at the time i was maybe spending 250 300 a month taking yeah. uber so it's like yeah and, but, you didn't, and you didn't have to get parking tickets right which you're gonna get right and but you then, can check your phone you know what i mean versus waiting i can play until cookie the red light. Yeah, you could become a really, really intense alcoholic. You can do all of those things in the back things. of an Uber. Yeah, good yeah. point. Yeah, we actually <laughs> just talked um, to these two guys about who pays on a date now. Yeah, and I said, and again, maybe I'm like old school that way, but I grew up where like my dad just paid for everything. Like even now, if we go out, like I know like he's going to pay the bill, and so. Even though I have an awful track record with dating, I still kind of have that in the back of my mind. And one of the guys we met was like, well, she makes more than me. I think she should pay. And it's like, okay, one is a girl you want to feel taken care of, at least at the beginning. I I feel like that sets a tone. I agree. For how the relationship's going to go. Plus, and my other argument was, I mean, you've been in my bathroom. How many like toiletries do I have? Like that's expensive to be a girl. We, super expensive. Yeah, it's the, the, the financial yeah. investment in dating for females is much steeper. Oh, yeah, for sure. Unlike peacocks, we're the ones who are the prettier. Yep, unlike Just peacocks. Piece. You're there. You're there. You, did you got it. it. You Karen, got good it. Good job. Good job. That was exhausting. No, she, she was great. Yeah, so I por- think you did good. So, Pornicole. So, Pornicole. She picks up Jonathan Harris. Nothing weird about that. It's 2015 15. when this happened. They drive to Jeepers Country Bar and Grill in that's Spanaway, where, that Washington. That is where I want to hop on and saying things are not going well. Yeah, that's Jeepers. I would totally go there. Yeah, but not on a date. Not on a date. Not I on agree. a date. I would go to Jeepers with you in a heartbeat. Oh uh, yeah, let's. I, I would. I, we could do a live podcast from Jeepers. Yeah. Country Bar. Let's see if we can set that up. That would be so fun. So on, uh, they they drove to Jeepers Country Bar and Grill in Spanaway, Washington. And several hours later, they see her leave with him in her car. And that's the last time anyone sees her. Sure. She never made it home. She was reported missing on June 7th. Almost two weeks later, June 20th, 
A canine from a volunteer search and rescue team found White's body at the bottom of a wooded ravine. Good puppy, but that's that's a sad outcome. Yeah, yeah. but dogs do a good dog. job. Yeah, good dog. Gave everybody closure. Right. Her body was wrapped in a green tarp and was severely decomposed. Gross. Detectives believe that after the two left the bar, they drove back to Harris' house. Police say Harris beat White to death, wrapped her in the tarp, loaded her body in her car, drove to the wooded area, and rolled her down a ravine. He then drove her car off the side of the road near his house and walked home. And then the next day, according to cell phone records and uh, data from his ignition in his car, they were able to determine he drove back to he, So he does site. have a car. Mm. Maybe this is the strongest argument to not take yourself to the date because like meet there yeah because if your car's gone it looks like you went somewhere versus you're missing you know like that maybe premeditated because it doesn't talk about a motive well i mean he wanted to kill someone yeah i mean he had stuff he wrapped her body in a they went to his house he had stuff to wrap her up in i mean he wanted to kill somebody yeah he didn't. This is this is the nightmare scenario. Yeah, for they didn't really mention yeah. any kind of motive. They did mention at one point he stomped her to death. Also, like that was part of the beating. Seriously, what a jerk. Yeah, he's a real. But Katie says, Carrie says, sorry, dating is hard enough. Yeah, without getting stomped, stomped. to death. Jesus. Uh, let's talk about John Altinger, a guy dying for a change. I heard the story before. Twenty eighteen. 2018 right? finally okay. finally this it, is a crazy fucking it, it story. is a crazy story and it was on like a 48 hours or something like that and where they covered plenty this. of fish too that's a sketch yeah that's, plenty of fish that's is... the detroit of dating sites, yeah in my opinion. <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> yeah you can, you can tell me all day long that it's gone its way back up but it's I, like a fucking pawn shop this story uh, yeah. makes me so sad it reminds me i think was it fuck, what was that one with uh what was that movie with drew barrymore uh, where she was a nerd. Never been kissed. Yes. And then sh- somebody asked her to prom and then she went outside and like. They all they made dro- fun of her. They drove by and like threw eggs at her. Yeah. That's kind of what the story reminds that me of. That movie's weird though because she comes back to high school as like a 30 year old and nobody says like, wow, she looks a little advanced. Mature. Yeah. She's. And then she's wearing like lingerie during the day. You remember that movie? It's weird. She like oh, comes to yeah. school with like a feathery. She basically wears the same thing that she does in that Batman movie she was in. Like, but the crazy thing was she like had some sort of weird chemistry with like one of the teachers, right? It's a very problematic movie. I mean, like how relieved it, is yeah. that teacher? Like, thank God this was an undercover journalist. Oh, wait, <laughs> that might be worse news. Like, yeah, right? like, I don't know. It's it's a weird movie. <sighs> I, I, I haven't seen it since it came out, but it's a weird movie. Yeah. I remember that. I, I really want to just sit down and rewatch all of those like fifty million dollar teenage movies again because they're real. I love Jawbreaker. Everybody loves Jawbreaker. Yeah, that's Jawbreaker like a classic. But there's a can't hardly wait. Solid, solid, solid. I know we've got some very young millennials that listen to the show. Highly recommend watching. Was can't that hardly Freddie wait. Prince Jr. You're goddamn right. It was because he was in a bunch of those. Can't hardly for wait. No, Freddie Prince Are Jr. Sure is not in Can't Hardly Wait. It's Jennifer Love Hewitt. And what's his name? I know Jennifer Love Hewitt was in it. No, no, Freddie Prince Jr. is never been. Not never been kissed. Um, she's all that. That's the one you guys. Oh uh, yeah, 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 kiss me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can't anyway. hardly wait is named after a replacement song. Yes, it is. Can't hardly really wait is is almost a hyperlink movie. It's a house party that's happening. And why can't I not? Is it Ethan Embry? Who who am I thinking of? The girl from Six Feet Under's in it. Claire from Six Feet Under's in it. 
the boy from Hook, all grown up, is in it. Carrie, stop paying attention to anything. No, I'm going Frank to Jr. is not look in this it movie. up. Um, <laughs> look at me doing research over here. Okay, on air, but yes. <laughs> so John Altinger. Yeah, John Altinger. <laughs> he on October 10th, 2008. He responds to an ad on Plenty of Fish and leaves to meet a woman. He's so excited about it. He tells all his friends. Turns out that woman was actually amateur filmmaker Mark Twitchell. Twitchell had filmed a murder scene in his garage a few weeks earlier and wanted to recreate it with Ethan Embry. It was Ethan Embry. With an unaware victim. And the he had recorded or filmed this movie in his house a couple weeks earlier Why called do they House do, of Cards. This is like the Menendez brothers and, and those guys from the confession tapes. They write the script and then that's just not enough. They have to do the thing yeah. that they wrote. What a, like what a bunch acting. of egotists. Yeah. He had filmed this movie. It was an eight-minute film called House of Cards, and it revolves around a philandering husband who goes to meet a woman he met online, but instead he's tasered and abducted by a mysterious man in a hockey mask. And this guy just wanted to recreate that scene with actual people. And he tells jurors that after the movie was shot, he came up with a plan to make sequels for House of Cards and to create a buzz around what he hoped would be a franchise. His idea was for something he called multiple angle psychosis layering entertainment or maple. Because this guy's Canadian as fuck. Like Amway, like a multi... Yeah, yeah, it sounds, yeah, where it's like a tear. It's definitely the MLM of filmmaking. Yeah, it sounds scamtastic for sure. He uh, through Maple, he would put actual people through the same experience as the House of Cards victims, but not kill them. That way, he said, when those people saw the movie, no one's going to see the movie, dude. But they would text or email friends to say something similar had actually happened to them. That he believed would get people talking. Does he get that? Even that part is. A very heinous crime. That Again, you if you're a narcissist, for? which clearly this guy is, yeah, he does. He does believe that. Honestly, my complaint is, is in a different area. This guy clearly doesn't have appreciation for the amount of work all of this is going to be. Right. You know, I mean, I feel like a lot of creative projects start out with a really big idea, you know, yeah. and you start to execute. and You're like, holy shit, this is going to be a lot of work. I'm going to have to abduct not one, but an unnumbered amount of people yeah. to make this marketing scheme work. And then at that point, you're going to say to yourself, like, well, I'm going to need a team. There's no way. You're going to need a team I of kidnappers. I can't answer my emails and do this. You and know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a lot. Commit multiple so, kidnappings to. Yeah. So that that's said, a lot of should hats. we do something like this to promote the podcast? I mean, do you have a Hootsuite account? I mean, uh, we can make it happen. Yeah. Well, I have Buffer. It's 2018. Is this the Kill Room? Caitlin, come on. The studio slash Kill Room? It doesn't matter. We can talk he about it He basically invented an escape room. Yeah, yeah, he kind of did. That's what it was. And and I have no interest in these experiences, by the way. Like, in mm. one of them in San Diego, you have to sign, like, a waiver for. Like, it's so intense that, like, you have to sign this, like, really lengthy waiver, and they make you eat things, and it's like, I don't... Not unless I'm getting money on a, a game show. Yeah. That's not happening, just for fun. I don't want shit I to might do not, with that. I'm not paying you to abuse me in that way. Also, imagine the kind of people that want to be abused that way. Ew. Yeah. I'd still probably try it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you'd last very long. I love you, but... No, they lock you in there, though, because we did, as a team building for work... That's like a cute puzzle We did an escape. Yeah, it's really fucking hard, too. It was like the Shakespeare room. So, of course, I was like, even though I was like an English major, I was like, I don't know what this is. Yeah, but I just like pouted in a corner, waited for the hour to be done so I could go to a bar. At some point, you missed me. I could have gotten you guys out of there. Oh, 100%. 
Yeah. Take me I, to the Shakespeare room. I did room. learn, though, I'm not good at puzzles. No. No. <laughs> well, then you <laughs> might. But you are kind of locked in there for an hour. Then you wouldn't have gotten out of Mark Twitchell's garage, probably. I would not. Little did you know, it was all part of Maple. Maple. What a dumb name. I mean, it's, it's creepy, actually. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. He actually had tried this once before. He, on October 3rd, 2008, he posted an online dating thing trying to lure a date out, and a guy named Gills Tetro. Good job. Arrives at the uh, garage. I don't. Was he telling people, "Yeah, meet me at my garage," or did I they think like at my house, and then maybe come in through the garage? Yeah, it had to be something like that. I wonder if he's got one of those like, like, like little metal catches with the string on the other side of the the gate, and he's just probably got a post it on it. Just like, just pull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just pull down. It's like when you, you go to a barbecue, the when you go to a barbecue and people just like tape on the front door, like coming through the side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Around back. Around back. That's a cuter way. Open saying. garage door. Come yeah. in. What? You can hear no. the, the journey. Take off shoes. Yep. Take off. Fuck. Take off. <laughs> He's, a lot of work. He had uh, bought knives and created a kill room with plastic sheets on the walls and a table to catch blood. That was part of the hoax. He said the plan was just to surprise Tetro and tell him it was all make believe and ask him to write about it on the web. But 10 minutes before he arrived, things changed. This is a quote from Mark Twitchell. I got this spur-of-the-moment idea. Instead of going through it in the regular way, I'll actually try to scare the guy. So this Tetro guy gets to his garage, and Mark Twitchell hits him with a stun baton. And somehow Tetro manages to fight back and escape. Which at that point, wouldn't you as the filmmaker be like, all right, this is a bad idea. Plan B. Yeah. Let's figure out another way to promote this. I would. (laughs) Of course, be like, oh, it was a failure. Let's just scrap it. Start <laughs> shut down. From scratch. Grab a yeah. good, grab a good, a nice little bulk gallo wine, and just, and that's the end With of that. Little plan. airline bottles. Yep. But obviously, this guy again, being like a narcissist or having whatever wrong with him mentally, is like, nope, back to the drawing board. Yeah, he's got some stick to itiveness. Yeah, I love that. tenacity, yeah. if you will. You can't take that away from him. No. So he tries the same thing a week later. He lures John Altinger to the same garage on the same premise, but when Altinger arrives, Twitchell said he had reverted to his original plan of telling him it was a hoax and asking him to write about it on the web. And according to Twitcher, Altinger, quote, did not seem humored at it. Really? Fuck this. Like, was he expecting the guy to be like, I thought you were a woman. (laughs) Funny. This guy reminds me of a dude that I ended up doing a show with that painted his shoes. What? He painted his shoes. He painted like designs on his shoes and like he walked in and he smelled like cost plus world market like immediately. (laughs) I was like, this is not good. And he had like a vest on. Also not good. Mm -mm. And when the host came back and was like, hey, uh, how would you like me to introduce you? He said, oh, I'm a humorist. Uh, Nope. And I'm like, you probably participate in Maple. With that being said, though, I probably wouldn't sleep with him. What, really? Yeah. This Mark Twitchell or the vest no, guy? The, guy. The, the humorist. What about Mark Twitchell? <laughs> no, but the saddest thing though was the two guys Altinger and Gillis or whatever. It says like they're so excited for like this date. Like yeah. it just makes me so sad. Yeah. Like so, so one of them told all their friends that they're going on this date. 
Like that's what you the, do I when you're excited the, about something. I bet something. the picture he was using was like a really hot babe. Oh, for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Or was it supposed to be hetero or was it? No. Yeah. They both thought they were meeting a woman. All right. Anyway. And so Twitchell and Altinger get in a fight over this and Altinger ends up getting stabbed. Surprise. And Twitchell said he didn't call for an ambulance because he knew Altinger would be dead soon. And he thought that maybe having a man killed in a garage dressed up like a kill room would make him a murder <laughs> suspect, which that's a leap. Like, let the police do their job first right. before you start putting words in their mouth. Have a little faith. Yeah. Like, just tell your story and you'll be fine. The real problem with this guy is he just gives up on his, on himself a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, he didn't like his first plan and now Well, this. he doesn't give up on himself, actually. Like, he keeps trying. He just tries to reformulate it. The problem is people just don't get maple. Yeah, that's, that's really fair. That, that's he should should have done like a marketing campaign first, and then people walk like in and go, hangers? "Oh shit, is this one of those maple things?" And he's gonna, like, "Yeah." I'm gonna be honest, I don't get maple, <laughs> but I hear you. Well, it takes it takes time. You know, like Richard, the logo would be a leaf, sure, or maybe just like syrup, bottle of syrup, bottle of syrup, a pool of. Red syrup. Maybe each nice. leaf, nice e- each point of the leaf has a letter on it. M A P L E. Oh, I like that. A I sharp am, point. That's what they pay on me the for. Leaf too. I'm a, like oh, knives. oh, they're all knives. Yeah, it's a maple leaf made out of knives. Yep. I like this now. We could take it over. This guy's totally in prison. We can just start maple on our own. Yeah, I don't think he had a time to trademark it or anything. Yeah, he he told jurors that in a panic he cut up the body, tried to burn it, cut it up some more, then finally dumped it down a sewer. See, I'm telling you, he gives up on his plans. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't he have, have the do follow that. through that we we need See, to be I successful. He did. I mean, how is he supposed to follow up with that? I'm just saying, like, he, at first he was going to do one thing, and then he does the other thing. That's it, that's a consistent pattern. He's in an this. artist right. and creative people, as we know, they're all over the place. All right. Okay, you're right. You win this time, Carrie. I'm not going <laughs> to. I know. Jeez. I. This is probably like the most I've ever backed up one of my ideas. I just I'm like, very passionate about this. I just like that in this, finally, you're arguing for one of the murderers and not me. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, usually. Usually I am, around. yeah. So after all this happens, he breaks into Altinger's home and writes emails under his name to his friends saying he had run off to Costa Rica with a woman he'd met. He also stole his printer and laptop. Dick move. Like, why the printer? It's always interesting. Even then, printers were like $45. So he's in Costa Rica right now? Like at the end of Hannibal, he's probably Hannibal. A... Like I'm sorry, at the end of Silence of the Lambs, where Hannibal's just like walking into a crowd. Oh this no, guy's no, 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 in Costa Rica he right broke, now? He broke into John Altinger's home and Same sent he ran emails off to, Costa Rica. to that guy's friends. He's probably at a surf camp. No, this I'm guy's in prison. But you he's check in... out for five seconds on this podcast, and it's a whole other ending in your head. But he's in prison in Canada, so I think he got like 28 years, and hence he was a young maple. dude, so he'll be out. Oh, hence Maple. Yeah. It is interesting, though, when it's they wrote emails or, you know, now when people are like, oh, they hacked into their Facebook. Like, how how do you do that? Let's find out. Because right? I would like, really fuck with people if I knew how to do that in, in, a, in a loving way. I would I would arrange surprise parties with that. Tool. Didn't that happen with, yeah. the, with the Cole Hep thing where he yes, that's what was Cole sending Facebook messages yeah. from yeah. his victims? I don't know. But how, he messed up because it, it still pinged off of a tower. Or so. you have their name or their email, and then you just forgot password and change it? Yeah, Should I Should I think not so. be talking about this on air? Well, with the forgot password thing, you still have to... Like security questions? Yeah, there's but still things But if you have, you have somebody's email, because what you can do is but, you go into Facebook, and you see what kind of email account they have. 
Yeah. So if you know how to, ha- I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, That's also, how these like, big Nigerian scams. If happen. he's breaking into this guy's house, provided if the guy didn't have like that initial password on his computer. Oh yeah, if it's just open on his like, laptop, if it's just like yeah, if somebody open, murdered me and opened my laptop, they could send yeah, an email. From yeah, my you could just yeah. go to his Gmail and probably All right, wouldn't well, have to sign. Well, I'm glad we figured in. that part out. Yeah, now we know. Now we know everything he did wrong. So, so we can when we we can this. make pretty scary a a more immersive experience through the use of maple. Pretty scary exclamation mark the experience, the maple Whoa, experience, the maple yeah. experience. I like yeah. this. This is good. Yeah. But again, we are very creative. It just sounds like a lot of work <laughs> on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Right now. We're coming up with some ideas. I like it. Let's talk about Sharon. None Winters. of us are writing them down. This is a pretty short story, but it's very sad. She was a 39-year-old woman with learning disabilities who suffered from depression. No. She goes, uh, she decides to try online dating and meets a guy named Kevin Hawk. They decide to move in together after one date. Carrie, thoughts? Uh, That's like uh, moving at lesbian speed. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) How does that go? Uh, Lesbians are known for... And you can quote me on this. They are known for moving very quickly. All of my lesbian friends have moved rather fast, yeah. I have to say. Mine as well. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Now you do. So at lesbian speed, <laughs> they move in together. And shortly thereafter, her brother stops by and says, hey. Danger, danger. Yeah, you are yeah. now approaching lesbian speed. <laughs> her brother stops by and says, this is very lesbian of you. <laughs> You're so lesbian. And maybe you should. She's uh, got learning disabilities, so she does not know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't mean that. Everyone will be fine. <laughs> We're all doing fine. Come on, everybody. Uh, Come on, on. Lesbo. I, I mean, I love. I've got a lot of. Le- I'm not doing this. I, I'm not a bad person. Keep going. Jesus. Yeah, you're not. So. Uh, <laughs> This is great. Yeah. Caitlin just spit wine. <laughs> Most of the things that come out of my mouth are very stream of consciousness. So you know it was like authentic. The problem is the way you say it doesn't sound like, yeah, you are. <laughs> sure, Caitlin. I, I spit coffee all over my computer after a that's what she said joke last week. <laughs> I don't even remember what. It was Connor. Adam, Mc- you need to get outside. I don't remember. It was Connor. Mc- I had said Take something and I was well, recording. Connor's so funny. I was recording with yeah. Connor and yeah. he just. Dropped the most inappropriate. Yeah, that's what she said. Joke and that's where we're coffee. That's everywhere. where we're at with that's what she she said. You have to like <laughs> go. You have to. It's high risk, high yield. Now you can't just lay it out there yeah. anymore. You yeah. gotta. Yeah. So so her brother stops by to tell her that's a bad idea. Three days later, she gets stabbed ninety times. Whoa. By Kevin Hawks. Oh no. And uh, she died. Well, that's how that ends, for sure. Yeah, you don't yeah. survive 90. 70, maybe, but not 90. Overkill. So don't, Literally. don't move in with Kevin your, Hawk. your online date a day after meeting him. It's not recommended. No, no. Not by, not not for, by, the, not by the Surgeon General. Not in a heterosexual relationship, no. anyway. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Lesbian relationship, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it might even be on the slow side. <laughs> yeah, I think you're supposed to show up with a box. Yeah, you cut that down to 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Jesus. So yeah, these are these are all pretty pretty fucking sad. Michael Sandy. 
Another guy. Yay. Oh, thank God. But this no. one's gay. Yeah. Oh, no. He meets, uh, he arranges a date on a gay chat site. And I mean that as it's a chat site for gay men, not what a lame fucking chat site this I've gay nev- site. I've never known you to use that in that I way agree. ever. Yeah. Ever. I know, so I don't know. I don't know me. where that moment of 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 self conscious editing came toss. from, but I've never heard yeah, you that word use around. that ever. Well, we're I, your friends. We believe in you. You're not an asshole. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're not. I okay. agree. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. It's that Midwest sensibility. So, <laughs> what he was actually doing was setting up a date to be robbed. He picked up 20 year old Anthony Fortunato. And the two drove to a nearby rest stop that was popular among gay men looking to hook up. That was nice that he picked him up. Yeah, yeah, it was good. He did the driving. There he encounters two other men. John Fox, uh, who I believe is the former Chicago Bears head coach, recently fired. Same one. Yeah, I think it's the same one. And Ilya Shurov. Their intent is to rob Michael Sandy, but when one of them punches him, he flees and runs toward a nearby highway. He gets away, Oh. tries to flag down a car, and gets hit. Oof. And dies from that the part. injuries he sustained getting hit by a car. That's a bad first date. So this That's is, a this terrifying is, first date. Yeah, most of these, I think with the saying, exception of one, are first this is, dates. But this is murder adjacent. And it's not really a date. Like, they went straight to, it sounds like, a place to, like, hook up. Yeah. That's fine. They're moving at gay speed. <laughs> Which is a smidge slower. Yeah. I mean, they're just hooking up. They're not moving. I feel way. like... Yeah, a lot of gay guys like they they have a whole app, Grinder. Listen, I don't know what it would I mean, be like to be in a relationship with two male sex drives. I have no idea right, what that would be like. That's that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I mean they're still dudes. Like right. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I get they have it. needs. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Why? I, I don't. What's know. What's happening? I don't know. That just came out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just a part of me was like alert. For the record, okay. I'm pro gay. <laughs> You are now approaching lesbian speed. <laughs> this is a pro-gay zone, you see. Uh, let's talk One about more. let's talk about Lee Swanson. November sixteenth, two thousand twelve. She is picked up from the Saginaw area for a date with a man named, and I somehow left the name. <laughs> I noticed that. I was like, "That's weird." <laughs> what the fuck? I will look that up quick. No, it, it's at the bottom of the article. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's in your notes later on. Stephen Michael. Fobby. Oh, Stephen Michael Fabi. Yeah. So uh, she. It's a dumb last name, Fabi. Oh, did have you seen his picture? No. Once this, uh, he's basically Fred Durst. Oh my God! <sighs> wow, he looks Gross. exactly like Fred Durst. Yeah, he's got the fucking red hat, the whole thing. So she's picked up from the Saginaw area for a date with Michael of Fabi. And that's on November 16th. November 18th, she calls her mom at around noon to tell her she'll be home around 6.30. And it's the last time anyone hears from her. They report her missing on November 19th. On November 27th, police trace the call she made to a home in the 5100 block of North Fox Road in Edenville Township in Michigan. Later that day, deputies visit the home. They say the man inside, 30-year-old Stephen Michael Faby, shot and killed himself as deputies stepped out of their vehicles and walked up to the home. Swanson's body was found in a wooded area across from the home later that day. Well, that's what you get for doing it all for the nookie. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. They can take that cookie and stick it up there. Ha? 
Like, <laughs> why was he so afraid to say ass? The 90s were a stupid time. Very stupid. They really were. Like, it's a stupid, it's it's like the worst time. 90s were but, like lettuce. Like, it's just unnecessary. Yeah, iceberg. The thing about Fred Durst, he has... A jazz show here, right? He's got a jazz show, and he's kind of like a reformed douchebag, where now he's like, yeah, I was I was kind of an asshole that entire time like he doesn't wear the he hat dated Carmen anymore. Electra if that wasn't like the king of dou- douchiness you know I just remembered Carmen Electra like last week like I don't know what happened like her face popped up in my head I was like oh yeah and you I looked did her up Facebook yeah. post about it yeah because yeah. it shocked me like it was like that was a whole she was a whole thing that's what I'm saying is like it's weird to think that this person was everywhere and I completely forgot about Married her and then Dennis Rodman oh Ooh, I remember that. I was on Singled Out three different times, and she was the host. And she <laughs> really? was new at the time. I went on thinking it was going to be Jenny McCarthy. And when I was in line, they were like, oh, no, there's some new host named Carmen Electra. And I was like, who's that? Uh, they should bring that show back. They should. That was why, a good show. Why haven't they brought that show back? Of I all like the things that have been revived. And Remote Control. Remember that? Yeah. MTV show? Both of those. Fun. I would watch. When I uh, people would watch Singled Out more though. No got offense. out in the first round oh. on all three episodes I was on. Oh, you had to walk by and do something to the guy when they saw you, and I would always give him the hand, like uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think I have it on like a VCR tape. I would somewhere. love to see a smash cut of all three of your send offs. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. You what just if- want should have pointed at him and done the like throat slitting <laughs> motion. I should have actually killed him. Ran they, up and stabbed I wonder him. Yeah. if anybody else worked out a awkwardly long pantomime. What if one of them was a mime? <laughs> that would be bad. I don't like that. Uh, well, listen, I think the moral of the story is dating online, you are risking a few things. Quite a few things, yeah. This one's especially sad because no one's ever going to know exactly what. Like, they know she met this guy and he murdered her. But there's Question, never going to be you, any. These were all in kind of weird areas. Do you feel like it's safer to do online dating in bigger cities than in the middle of nowhere? No, I yeah, think I don't know. That I matters. think murders just don't get as much attention in bigger cities because there's, hmm. in, like in a lot of places, there's so many murders to deal with. True. So I don't know. I have some friends who met online um, and are you know now married and. I mean, it definitely it can, happens. So you can either have this great loving relationship or, or you, you can die, get murdered. Yeah, it's uh, okay. So it's just know what you're dealing with. So let's talk about one last one, Sydney Loof. This one's really weird. It's very recent. Uh, on November 15th, 2017, she goes on a date with 51-year-old Aubrey Trail, and the details are really murky still, but at one point, Trail apparently takes her back to his apartment to smoke marijuana with his 23-year-old girlfriend, Bailey Boswell, mm-hmm. and that's the last time anyone sees her alive. Her family reports her missing the next day, her remains were found on December 4th, happy birthday, Jay-Z, off a country road in rural Nebraska. Aubrey Trail, in an interview with the Sioux City Journal, claimed responsibility for the death. This is a quote. If they want justice for Sydney, somebody charge us. He's repeatedly claimed his girlfriend had nothing to do with the death. This is another quote. I know for a fact, and I can prove that Bailey Boswell was not present when Sydney Loof was killed. And despite this, neither of them have been arrested for this murder. This guy has basically confessed to a fucking newspaper reporter, and they still don't have enough physical or even circumstantial that make evidence. Any sense? So many people get convicted based on confession yeah, alone. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't like. I don't know what. 
Like this is a really recent story. Like it just yeah. happened the end of last year. And I looked again and there still hasn't been any charges filed. They got arrested for like a different crime, like running some sort of scam. But they have not been. Was it called Maple? It was. This is all Maple. Yeah. This is all. None of these actually happened. No, they haven't. They're just Maple. It's just also Maple. Oh, well, true. It's part of the one of the layers. <laughs> the E. The first tier. Yeah. It's the E in Maple. We all died in a bus crash. And now I do remember that. Yeah. So now we're all just part of the. Maple oh, OK. Thing. Yeah. That's what happened. We're, we're Ooh, part of the maple. Baby, tricks. do you know what that's worth? <laughs> I really love that episode of Black Mirror. My point is, I think that in this case, they might not want to charge him because this is so flagrant. Like you'd here's the, here's what I'm saying. If I were the police department after watching way too many true crime things and reading things. You would have to have a rock solid case going into the trial because if this guy's out there saying he killed a bunch of people and then they take it to trial and they can't, they have no actual evidence and it's just circumstantial evidence aside from the guy saying he did it and they lose that case, they're fucked. Yeah, that's true. They're completely fucked. It is interesting because there are people who will confess to crimes that haven't done it, which is such a weird, I don't know, thing to do. It's weird. Confess to things you didn't do and then there's other people where, you know, the police department just wants to solve the case, so well, the other, they coerce the, the people other, into fake yeah, confessions. The other problem is is that confessing in the newspaper is not the same thing as confessing in a police station. Yeah. And if you have the right prosecuting attorney, you could, I mean, at any point, you could probably prove that the, that the confession in court was a coercion. Yeah. Like, it would be easy, because then the cop would say something stupid, like, or the detective, rather, would say, like, well, we see that you confessed here, so why don't you confess in this place? Right. And then they're screwed. It yeah. does seem odd that in rural Nebraska, I feel like small towns especially want to close cases because they don't want open well, cases lingering. But that's what I'm saying is I think they're phobic of screwing. Nebraska. I think they're phobic of screwing this up. Maybe. That's my only guess. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's no, that the would... only thing it could possibly yeah. be. Yeah. Because they're not... It's a weird case. Yeah, it is weird. I'm interested to see what happens with it. Can you touch on the last one? Because I do think the ending of it is very interesting. Uh, Mary Kay Beckman. She this I've seen this on a, a true crime show a couple times. She met Wade Ridley after being paired up with him on Match.com in September 2010. She knew him for 10 days before breaking things off. Four fucking months later, on the night of January 21st, 2011, he shows up, hides in her garage, and eventually attacks her, stabbing her 10 times and kicking her in the head. She survived, though, and she sued Match.com for $10 million, citing negligence, negligent misrepresentation, deceptive trade, failure to warn, and negligent infliction of emotional distress. In her official complaint, Beckman claimed that the site led her to believe that she'd end up in a, quote, stable and loving relationship with another member and didn't properly warn her about the dangers of meeting, quote, an individual whose intentions are not to find a mate, but to find victims to kill or rape. Following the attack, she underwent several surgeries to repair her jaw, save her eyesight and hearing, and to replace part of her skull. How do we feel about that lawsuit? Is that valid? I don't feel like it is. No. I, I don't think so either. I feel bad for her. I mean, it sounds like you're un- some you're, shit you're happening taking, to her face. You're but, taking yeah. the same risk dating anybody. Uh, anybody, anywhere. Right? Yeah. Did it say if, like, did they settle out of court? It did, it, I didn't see anything. I bet they did. Because, I mean, think about how much publicity it's already gotten that, you know, there's an article yeah. that you said you've seen it repackaged on a couple different shows. So 
They probably did. I will say this, though. You know, if you don't get a chance to somehow encounter this person in any other way apart from just meeting them for under this one pretense, there is more of a risk there. Because at least you're, you don't have that first opportunity to say no in person. I think in yeah. person, because when you meet a person yeah. in person, it's completely different than what they portray online. But with that being said, you know that you're foregoing that opportunity when you embark on an online relationship. So yeah. I don't know what to say to this woman other than like, I'm really sorry this happened to you. That's horrible. Right. By and large, this doesn't happen to people who date online. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's say they had false advertising, I think is ridiculous. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, I mean, at the very least, you are dealing with someone who's resorting, resorting to online dating to find somebody. Yeah. Period. So that's... Yeah. That's where you're at. You're both the same in the same boat. Yeah. Oof. So, happy dating, everyone. On happy Valentine's dating, everyone. Day. Good luck Yay. out there. Be safe. Don't murder it just anybody. It makes more sense for everybody to be a lesbian. Obviously. Yeah. That because lesbians never kill each other. Mm-mm. There was a really crazy lesbian love triangle murder in Sioux Falls when I lived there. It's been profiled on a few true crime shows. Were they all deaf? Yes. I saw that one. Yeah. And the woman ends up cutting the other woman up in her basement with a chainsaw. Very grisly That's story. Excessive. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, if you can't, never mind. What? I'm just saying, if you can't hear anything, chainsaw would be a really effective way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't you can't hear it. Right. It's kind of nice. Neighbors might hear it. But where are they? Sioux Falls, which yeah. is, no, Sioux Falls is an actual I know. city. There's like I, I know, but stuff. isn't their flag like a chainsaw? <laughs> uh, I don't. Do Sioux Falls have a flag? Do yeah, cities yeah, have it's, flags? It's a, it's a chainsaw. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes so sense. I'm just saying they're used to chainsaws yeah. there. So, so this was fun. Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? You should subscribe to the rest of our podcast on Patreon.com/slash/unpops. Sub- subscribe and also find White Wine True Crime. We are we've got a Patreon now. Pretty Woo! exciting. And uh, it's Valentine's Day, so go over to White Wine True Crime on iTunes. Before you download the episode, though, could you give us a good review and give us a good review for Pretty Scary? Five stars. Both podcasts would be great. Six stars. Yeah, try. A little stick like the Maple See, Guy. Yeah. Like, there should be an extra credit star. There should be an extra credit star. Um, but yeah, find uh, find all of us on, on social medias. I'm at Bossy Matilda and Caitlin Rose Cut on Instagram. I'm at Carrie Martin 722 on Twitter and Carrie Martin 22 on Instagram. And as part of our Patreon, uh, we are going to be dispensing love advice. Yep. But just know we're not like. Yeah, we're not licensed to do that. No, we're going to be doing a live stream. Uh, We're going to throw it out to our group to name this experience, but it's going to be the last Sunday of February. So um, tune in because we're going to pick some questions that Carrie and I are both going to give our advice. I'm sure it'll go very nice. Exactly. You don't know us. We're very different people. Yeah. It's very different. If you haven't opinions. gathered from this last hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. We have to record another one of these before Chet gets here. Yay. <laughs> oh. Carrie, say goodbye. Goodbye. Caitlin, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Goodbye.